You mm-hmm. made some remark about the Ramones. I don't know if that's real or not. It was real. Okay. Well, Last, what? this is uh, Longbox Heroes uh, After Dark episode 174. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just going over pre-show stuff, and I always like to ask Todd, you know, he's usually the uh, the impetus for a lot of the things that happen on this show. Yeah. I'm like a whirling dervish that affects things. That's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had made some remarks slandering those poor Ramones boys. I thought Mr. Burns had them killed, but what do I know? (laughs) No, that was the Rolling Stones, Joe. Oh, okay. But, uh, so yes, I was basically the mad bassist at the comic shop, and the summer you Mm. decided that they were going to see Richie Ramone. At uh, the Irish Wolfhound, which is about a stone's throw away from the comic shop. Oh, it's li- oh, yeah! Literally, it's across the street. You know the the, the smoke shop that smell- sells the lottery tickets. You you go around the corner. You, there's a there's a restaurant there, and then there's a bar, the Irish Wolfhound. That's where they were. If you go to if you go to the pizza place next to it, you have gone too far, Joe. <laughs> So he was there that night. So Matt was closing uh, at the shop on Monday at 6 o'clock. Uh, the, Scott, the summer you, was coming in, and we basically went over to Ale Mary's to get something to eat, which is over, you know, by the Scranton Times. We we ate, and then we walked over, and we we uh, watched uh, Richie Ramone play most a lot of his own stuff and Ugh. then some Ramone stuff. According to Scott, who is the Ramones like guy that I know, like if I have a Ramones question, I go see him. He said it was sixty forty Richie Ramones solo stuff, forty mm. percent Ramones, and then I was pissed because the only reason I went was I said I only want to hear Blitzkrieg Bop, and then you got to close with I want to be sedated. That's the way I look at it. Okay. It and he didn't play I Want to Be Sedated. <laughs> if you're playing Ramones covers, come on. Or like you were in the Ramones for a while, and he was like the third drummer, according to Scott. So he was past the prime of like all the great stuff. But really, if you're going to play Blitzkrieg Bop, like, you know, that wasn't your era, you play I Want to Be Sedated. I was going to ask, how far removed from a Ramon was this guy? Is he just a guy who, like, licensed the name or something? No, because it was basically when the the original drummer left, I guess. I don't know. Scott was trying to tell me that. I guess he be, he left to become the producer and, like, never played again. He was just like, I'm going to, you know, work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And then there was another guy. And then after that guy left... Uh, Richie came for a short time, like three or four years. But for the Ramones, that's like twelve albums. I don't know. They're like two. Their, their songs are like two minutes long. Um, so he was there for a few years, and then he just left and he went did his own thing. And anybody who joined the the Ramones, they got a, a Ramones name, I guess. You know, like you're so and so. Like it's not your real. Name. You're so and so Ramon. So they were the Ramones, like. That's the way I understood. I don't know if maybe some of the original ones were late were related. I'm not like a Ramones expert. I just know that they met Archie recently in the comics. That's all. And what Ramon was this again? Richie. And he's one of the last 
three like of of all the Ramones that are that are left. He's one of the three, and I think he's. I think none of the originals are alive. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, like I said. I I I literally told Scott because the tickets were fifteen dollars. And I literally told Scott at fifteen dollars and one penny, I was out. Right. If it was any more. Right. And if it if I had known they weren't going to play, I want to be sedated. <laughs> it would have have to been four dollars for me to go. Oh boy. But it was a well, it was a night out. So this is what, see. This is what happens when you leave the house. Ah, you know, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. So. I had a good, we had a good fun conversation at dinner, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you were able to talk to people, Todd. Yeah, I get out. I'm, I'm the, I'm the social one. Right. Of the two of us. I'm, uh, I have, I have wrestling this weekend. I'm going to Root Beer Ugh. Wrestling out in Ohio. I'm Ugh. having, uh, quite the trouble, uh, coordinating this trip. What? I, listen, don't you know? Everything on the East Coast is two hours away from each other. That's correct. So, well, well, that's the thing is, it's three different people who are three different two hours away from each other. Well, that seems to be that seems like a them problem, not a Joe problem. Mm. Well, I don't think. They oh, listen. that's right. That's Every- right. You need you need five people in the car to talk about you know the the glory Spectrox days of wrestling. So. I wish I wish yeah. that's what was going on, but usually it's mostly uh, everybody else sleeping and me driving. Yeah, chugging those pressed juices. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I should. I was gonna have one to uh, enjoy with the podcast today, but uh, oh, I'm gonna save it for another I, day. See, I'm mad. I've ne- I've never had a pressed juice, mm-hmm. and I saw the picture that you had from the from the thing, and I was reading some of the ingredients of those. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And I mean, I know I'm I'm Mister Healthy. <laughs> I'm like I'm like just sweating kale. But I read some of that, and it's not the ingredients; it's the mixtures. I'm like, ugh. Like I can't imagine any of that tasting good together. Well, I don't know how to access any of my. Oh, here we go. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Alright, there you go. So as I'm looking at those pressed juices, yeah. the tropical glow one mm-hmm. is the worst of the three. Taste wise, you think? Yes. Um I've okay, had I... all four now. Mm-hmm. I still have a green and a uh, a berry left. There's there's no good green flavor, I think, when it comes to health. But anyway, I go ahead. Uh, but the when I when I was taking the, uh, the the tropical glow one with me to work on Monday, uh, April looked at the ingredients on it and she goes, oh, "Pineapple and coconut water. Good luck with that." Uh oh. Yeah, so, that's gonna make you. That's gonna shoot the tube. I think. No, it's just it's um, it's not a combination that uh. That that works for me. The other ones, though, like that was the of the four. That was the only one that I had not had before. And now that I've had all four, I would definitely say I could easily say that's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. 
but I would buy the other three multiple times anytime that I'm near a 7-Eleven. Sadly, that doesn't happen as often as I'd like. Right. So which one did you say that was? That was the pineapple? No. The, like the, the, the orange looking one. Okay, the orange looking one, which was apple mango and passion fruit and coconut water. The one that gets me is, is the one, I can't read it all because there's a glare on the glass or the bottle. Right. But it has cucumber, spinach, mint, parsley, lime, celery. That one is, that one actually is really good. That might be my favorite of the, of the four. Sure it is, Joe. The, you are li- you are literally drinking the Kool Aid, man. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could get that more often. It's a little pricey, but it's worth it, you know. Um, the the, the mint kind of sneaks up on you and surprises you. See, I'm anti mint, mm-hmm. and but, you wouldn't think the mint would go well with all those other flavors, but it does. It really accentuates them. Mm. I don't know how many times I've sat down to a hearty meal of parsley. <laughs> I was, uh, I was at the, uh, I was on my, you know, there, I stopped there cause I was down like, uh, near the scenic Blackwood, New Jersey industrial area. Oh, sounds like a, sounds like a lark. It sounds like a, a very, like it would smell good there. That's all I'm going to say. Right off beautiful Route 42 mm-hmm. for the deathmatch show that I commentate on in a in essentially a storage facility. Oh, I wonder how many bodies are hidden in that one. Oh boy, they're not hidden. But <laughs> okay, one of the guys who does the more extreme deathmatchy wrestling. Oh yes, my uh, favorite. Guy he is also a vegan. As well, mm. and I'd asked him after uh, after the event. Um, he's a very nice guy. Actually, it's funny. Um, one of my compatriots in the world of professional wrestling, uh, Bryce Remsburg, referee, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, does all sorts of fancy things. Uh, but he had said how strange it is because he's kind of getting a little bit more into the deathmatchy side of things of wrestling as as I am, kind of at the same time we are. And it's so crazy that the deathmatch guys are, like, the nicest, sweetest guys outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones who are like, yeah, I'm going to build this giant log cabin out of light tubes, and then you're going to drop me through them, and, like, then then you're going to slam me on all the shards of broken glass that are there, and all these other crazy, <sighs> like, they're scary individuals when they're in the ring, but outside of the ring, they're actually very nice people, which is a, a, a mm-hmm. contrast, a nice contrast, if you will. They're out there inside the ring. They're like you said, staple guns and flamethrowers. Yes. Then outside, they're sitting around a table listening to Mozart, drinking juices with their pinkies out. Right. So while this one gentleman was having his, um, we're gonna guess that it was his tendon in his fingers being repaired. Uh, okay. Good. Good. I had asked him. I go. You know, I I postulated on commentary, uh, being that you're a vegan. I go. Does this sort of wrestling have more an effect on you you know how does it you know have you noticed a difference in like your your bloodletting i guess and he goes <laughs> he goes you know right before i was going out for the match i was thinking to myself i should have a little bit more sugar today because all i ate was like a ton of kale all day and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh and i'm like how you feel and he goes i feel okay it doesn't hurt i go do you think it's just your adrenaline he goes 
no, I know the adrenaline field. He goes, I, I don't know what's wrong with my finger, but it, it was bad. It was real bad. Mm. Kale reduces your ability to have your tendons hold together. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how physiology works, Todd. I'm not a smart man. I don't know. I just know that I... <sighs> now I want kale. Right. That's all I know. And then I'm looking over some of the other juices that you have. Like, you have all the juices here. And I'm like... And this is another one. It's like, oh, here's tomato. And this is one. This is one juice. This isn't like, oh, tomato juice. It's tomato, tart cherry, mm-hmm. beets, strawberry, apple, and lime. I'm like, that sounds disgusting. You can barely taste the beet. Oh, oh wow. You, oh, that's what I want. I and, want all the... And I would ugh. assume that the t- tomato is in there to give it a little bit of thickness. Sure, you want that pulp, mm-hmm. that tomato pulp. Yeah. Mm, you want to know it's going down your gullet. Right. Now, all right, I'll give you this one. Tart <laughs> cherry, <laughs> carrot, blackberry, pomegranate, cranberry. There's something on the corner that I can't see that it says. And then... Uh, God damn it, let me pull it back up. Carrot. There's carrot, which I'm... Eh, all right, carrot juice. That's good for your eyes so you can see the tendons popping on the vegan. Um... And then I don't know what a bilberry is, but it sounds delicious. A bilberry? That's what it says on the bottle, bilberry. So I'm like, at least this one has cherry, blackberry, pomegranate, cranberry. I'm like, you have a lot of, like, like fruit juices there. Not a lot of vegetables and cardboard things that people eat for health. Okay. Oh, so uh, I guess, I don't know if you can make out the names of them. That's the one that's called Berry and Bright. Right, I can't make out the tomato one. It's okay. just red. So the red, tomato so one, the restoration red, is tomato, tart cherry, beet, strawberry, apple, and lime. Mm-hmm. The berry bright is tart cherry, carrot, blackberry, pomegranate, bilberry, cranberry, and those acai berries. Oh, oh. Yeah. so it's one of these. <sighs> berry. Right, acai berry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Or what Electra or Raphael uses to attack people. Yes, a Cyberry. But that's the only one. That's the one I would try. Out of all of those, I would try the uh, Berry and Bright. I had someone remark to me about you and your jokes today. Okay, what? Yes. <laughs> and Todd, I just want to say it wasn't positive. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Who's this person? And where can I find them for fisty cups? Right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but they have already said that they are going to uh, purchase a shirt and a pin, so that this <gasps> comes out afterwards. We could talk about it. Right. Oh boy, am I? Am I? What do they say? Am I coming with my hat in my hand, eating my words, whatever the hell it is? <laughs> with this one, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, you're so you're so behind the times that you're in front of us somehow. Right. Uh, so we'll see how that. And so uh, I was trying to mix it around on the site, so I wanted it to be like a surprise. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to have the the thing go live tonight when the show goes up. But by you know, trying I checked to, it, it was by trying to do that, it made the entire store disappear. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, screw it. I'm just gonna put the the, the items in the store two days early 
and hope mm-hmm. nobody goes to the store, ironically, and hope that somebody goes to the store to buy stuff, mm-hmm. let alone doesn't go to the store and ruins the surprise before the episode comes out. I think we're going to be good. You think so? Yeah, we only have, like, as of this, a couple hours before the the main show goes live. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think anybody spotted I think somebody would have called us out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And th- right. we got people who are all over us. Right. I'm I'm eagerly awaiting the bombardment of tweets tomorrow morning as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, of like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. GD MF. Well, we could say it's... it here. I know. I just I. That's my new thing. I like that. Right. You're taking it for your own. I steal everything. Mm-hmm. I've learned from the best, Joe. So I have no problem stealing stuff. Well, I've said before in the show. Spe- speaking of stealing from the best, when you. St- when you steal from one person, it's plagiarism. When you steal from many people, it's called research. That's right. <laughs> and I bet you got that from somewhere. Right. I got that from GDMF himself, Jim Cornette. That's right. You were doing research when you got that. Right. Ugh. Listen, he's got a good ideas, a lot of good ideas. And it's okay for me to take ideas from him and ideas from, like, your more current folks and... You know, when it comes to all aspects of my life. You know, I even listen to other podcasts. I had some hearty podcast discussion uh, this week with the boys from uh, Podvocacy. Really? Yes. Were you on it? No, no. Oh. It was uh, all through direct messages. It was all through emails. And it was all through the comments section on their website of their most recent episode. Gotcha. You get around, Bosto. I'm spreading myself. Are you pod- You would think someone so fat who spreads himself so thin would be thinner, yeah. but alas, I am not. Mm-hmm. Are you like Podvocacy's number one fan? Mm. <laughs> now, you say that. Right. And we still have more stuff to do on this show, but. I know. I'm just. I like seeing how far I can stretch things. Right. Speaking so. Spreading it thin. Um. I would say no with a caveat. Ooh, your caveat. Uh, in that, and they're aware of this, I do fast forward through most of their TV talk. Because mm-hmm. it's mostly t- TV shows that I don't watch. A lot of S.H.I.E.L.D., Preacher, stuff like that. So you're like, I don't even understand most of this Right, stuff. S.H.I.E.L.D., Preacher, Legion, Gotham, like just, you know, that sort of shit. Ugh. Right, exactly. What is it? Except for S.H.I.E.L.D., I checked out on S.H.I.E.L.D., not because I didn't like it, it moved around, but those other ones, I'm kind of like, oh, all right. Right, right. So, so, while I don't listen to the entirety of the shows, um, I do do all of my Amazon purchasing exclusively through their Amazon click-through link. There you go, then. You're their number one fan. Now, there are other people who I think listen to much more of the show, like, in its entirety... But they aren't as interactive, and I don't know what the tracking of their Amazon purchases are. If Jason and David would like to release that to me, I could go over their Amazon purchases and say where they should be allocating their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'll say no with a caveat of, you okay. know. Now, uh, Prodigal Son's podcast, on the other hand, that's another thing. I am legitimately their biggest fan. 
That's because you know all the secret stuff that goes on. Well, I don't know the secret stuff that goes on, but I got hoisted by my own petard this week because <laughs> they were teasing that they were going to do an episode, and they did do an episode, right? Right. They recorded it on Monday, and they threw it in the Dropbox, and I have I have access to the Dropbox. And I'm like, oh, there's not a ton of stuff in our Dropbox, the community Dropbox, so I'll pull their Dropbox back into my Dropbox, and I'll grab the files, and I'll edit it together myself without the sound effects and music. Who gives a shit about that? You know, <laughs> screw production values on a podcast. Even though I'm going to, I'm saying this here in the hopes that it's there, I'm going to attempt some fancy production values on the main show this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> that I have a feeling is going to go poorly. Mm. Well, I'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know, right. You'll know as it's happening and this will make sense two days ago to everyone listening to this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, where was I going with this? So, the way that it always used to work is Brian would record his part, Ian would record his part, Jared would record his part with his friend Adam there. Like, they would kind of share a mic, right? Mm-hmm. So I grab the three files, I throw them together, and then I'm listening to it, and I'm like, they're having a weird conversation. I'm like, oh shit, Adam's not there. Adam's somewhere else. And Adam hasn't put his file in the Dropbox yet. So mm-hmm. I could have listened to three-fourths of the show. Um, God. But I did go and grab an episode that they had in their Dropbox that they never published from October. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we'll just record this episode, edit it, put the sound effects, all the shit in there, and just never publish it. Right. One, two, three. And as of right now, as we're recording this, Adam still has not put his file in there. I have a sinking feeling that the episode is never going to come out. What? I could say that here on this show, but on the main show, I'm going to be more positive about it. Good. I'm glad. I'll bury him. Right. (laughs) So. What do I got to lose? Right, exactly. So now is the time that everyone has been waiting for here on Longbox Heroes After Dark. And that is the announcement of next week's soon-to-be-named movie club thing, Roman numeral three. Right. And it's Todd's pick. Mm-hmm. Now, before, oh, go ahead. So I just want to say, off-air, in between last week's After Dark and the main show, I had an epiphany of what Todd's movie was going to be. And a week ago, I wrote it down in an envelope, uh, and I sealed it in an envelope, and I put it on Funkin' Wagnall's desk, or their porch, or something with Aunt Blabby. And I have nary opened this envelope. And Todd, I'm going to turn my video on here just for a moment. There it is. Does this look like the folder? Yes, and you have April 3rd on the other side or something. Right. Denny's, Han Solo, April 3rd in my cryptic scrawl. This makes sense to me. Now, if I am correct in guessing what Todd's movie is, I am going to open it live on the air. If not, I'm going to be happy because this is going to be my movie for next month. Okay. Um, I'm interested because... I don't even know how I'm picking the movies like right. from month to month. Like I have my movies, but I have I'm no like oh I need that one next. Mm-hmm. So when you said you had an epiphany of to what it is, yes, I was like oh I wonder what I said or did. Do you know what I mean? Right. So 
Um, the, the movie that I have picked and it was on my list and it, and it jumped to the front of the line because one of our good friends recently watched it with his wife and it made it jump to the front of my list. Are you looking at the screen, Todd? Yes, I am. Okay. Are you looking at the screen? <laughs> yeah, that's the movie, Joe. Okay. So you right. just burned one of my movies, so I'm hot about it. <laughs> right? And the best part was it was on one of my lower tier movies. Mm-hmm. And then D, our good buddy DJ said, he's like, oh, this movie, that movie. And I'm like, I'm going to make Mich- Michelle watch it. Not, we haven't even said what it is yet. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot how much I love that movie. And I was throwing, like, quotes in the comments and yes. stuff. And, and I was like going back and forth with people and I'm like, this is a movie we have to watch. And I even went back and watched something from the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. So basically, the movie that I have picked is from 1987, starring two comedic j- juggernauts, Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Oh! Where is the movie Academy version? Academy Award winner Tom Hanks. Academy Award winning Tom Hanks and UFO believing and vodka having uh, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd in Dragnet, which, by the way, I was a huge fan of Jack Webb. Mm-hmm. Like, not only do I like the Dragnet movie, I was a sucker for Dragnet on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching this movie and being absolutely, like, blown away by it, like... I remember enjoying it, and I haven't watched it in a long time. Right. So I'm really excited to see how well it holds it holds up, because it's been years since I watched Dragnet. Now, I, I do want to say this, Todd. Mm-hmm. I have on my list 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 movies is how many I had on my list. I think we might have discussed this before, right? And what it was was there was obviously the six at the top. Mm-hmm. And the the extra nine were just in case we had any overlap, right? Like just in case, like you burned one of my movies, like I just did here. Mm-hmm. This was in that. This was originally from the start in that top six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not like a also ran that got moved up because of that same conversation, but this was uh, on my list. In the order in which, because of the movies, it was next in line on my list because it had the highest Rotten Tomatoes score of any of the movies on my list. Oh, boy. On that top six. With a Rotten Tomatoes score of 47. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is rotten. (laughs) Right. Um, Body Slam, at the time I made my list, I think we discussed this, had no score, but I knew that was going to be, that was always going to be the first movie, you know, that was kind of set in stone, but because this had the best score of anything, that it was going to be next in line. The other movies on my list have, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Rotten Tomato scores of 35, 29, 26, one that just got moved up has an 11 and a 0. Hmm. Now, which score is this? That uh, This was the... 47. Uh, yeah, Dragnet but no, has there's... a Rotten Tomato score of 47. Now, I'm not trying to be funny. 
there's the tomatometer and the audience score. Which okay. one is? This is the tomato the tomatometer top critics forty seven. Audience has it at forty one. Okay, because I'm looking over mine. And I forgot what we had is uh, Bronco Billy. Yes, was seventy eight on the tomatometer. Too high. Too high. Too high. Too low, son. No, too low. Too but the audience score has it at forty seven. <laughs> Oh boy! So you burned one of mine, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I expected it to happen. Right. Um, but in my mind, this movie is—I would say—at least a ninety. Mm-hmm. In my child's mind of watching this on a loop on HBO, I may have had this on a VHS at home that I would watch as well whenever I wanted to. Taped right, up HBO. Tape. That's what I was gonna say. Not bought from the no, store. No, no, no. I wasn't rich. Come on. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So I am excited uh, to watch Dragnet and discuss it. Mm-hmm. I'm a little afraid that it's not going to hold up. I oh, it's going to hold up. I want to talk about it so bad right now, but I want to save it all for next week. Right. Well, I haven't watched it in a while, so right. <laughs> I want fresh in my. I want fresh in my mind. And, and who do you think? Do you think uh, do you think I'm Pep and you're Joe Friday, or are you Joe Friday and I'm I'm Pep? I would definitely say I'm Joe Friday. Okay, and I'm more of a Pep Strebeck guy. Yes. All right. Oh, I'm not even going to do the joke, but anyway, I'll save it for next week. So, but I'm looking forward to Dragnet the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to see if it's streaming anywhere online. Mm. Upstreaming. Who is texting me? So I'm excited. Mm hmm. I am too. Mm hmm. Okay. Now, see, this is where the problem comes in when it's based on a TV show, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, it's 1987. That'll help you. Right, right. Sadly, it does not appear to be streaming anywhere online. Well, looks like we're going to have to go out and buy the DVDs, Joe. Right. Or if you could fire up your old VHS tape. I think you you could rent it. Uh... Online for four bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll figure out a way to get this to everyone. And by everyone, I mean me and you. Yeah. Ah, we're good. Yeah. <sighs> then we're going to have to find the YouTube version of the... Uh... The soundtrack song. Oh, forget about it. That's right here. <laughs> Is it good? Yes. <sighs> All right. So, so are you. We, oh, um, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say so. So next Friday, we'll be talking about Joe Friday. Yes. Wow. That's like meta. I'm excited to revisit this movie. 
I am too. I think this is one where we won't be punching each other in the face over. No. Right. Because so far we've had one good movie. Now we'll have two. Oh, boy. Come on now. What? Yeah. We'll figure this out. Well, we're good. As I'm just looking, I'm seeing some of the uh, screen caps from scenes in the movie, and it's just <laughs> reminding me of so much. Uh, I wanna, are we going to wear our leggings, Joe? I want to watch this now. <laughs> you know, we should just get a couple of six-packs and watch Dragnet. Yep. Uh, in, while the Nor'easter's hitting, Joe. Yes. Again, this is the 16th Nor'easter that we've had, allegedly, in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we've done enough of this show. I do, too. All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. This was uh, episode 174, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Join us next week for Longbox Heroes After Dark, soon to be